Welcome to Red Rank Podcast, home of the smoothest voice on Twit. I'm your host, The Crow Show. Just a friendly reminder, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, among others. And on Spotify, you can now leave a star rating. And if you could leave a big star rating for me, and if you can write a review on Apple Podcasts, that helps me with the almighty algorithm. I'd really, really appreciate that. So I guess it's time for my monthly recording <laughs> for Red Rank Podcast. Um, I, it's, if, you, if you've listened to the last few episodes, you know, I've got a lot going on in my life. So I did have to shuffle some things and... This podcast was something I had to push to the back of the uh, back of the line, but I'm looking to get back into it. Uh, things are starting to settle down in life. I'm really excited for that. Um, I am still on the hunt for getting guests on the show. I have a dream of running a, like a panel type of discussion where I invite maybe three or four other Dead by Daylight content creators to be on a live broadcast with me, whether it's on Twitch or podcast platforms, something like that. But I've been yet to get a single guest on here lately, so I'm continuing to knock on doors we just all we all have different schedules it's hard to line things up and uh I've, it's it's tough <laughs> the interviews are my favorite part of doing this podcast and i'm starting to think that maybe i need to just branch out and let me please give me feedback i might just start to reach out to content creators in general and just talk about content creation gaming personal life stuff like that i think that if we continue to focus strictly on dead by daylight we might paint ourselves in a corner then again you know anybody listening you're all going to be really into dead by daylight just like me and anybody else who's been on this show uh so i definitely want to keep consistent but i do want to set the expectation i might start opening things up and just bring whoever in and we can talk about like i said gaming content creation etc so a lot has happened in the world of Dead by Daylight since we last talked. In the last episode, I begged the question, did the meta actually change? And at the time, it was just kind of the mid-chapter update was just about to launch. Uh, I had a talk with Sergeant Fidget. We both had some experience in the PTB prior to the mid-chapter update going live. It's been, now been live for about a month now, and the meta has more or less changed. We're, we're seeing a lot of off-the-record windows of opportunity. Um, killers are still running. Uh, a lot of gens slowdown. Um, Lethal Pursuer got a really nice buff. It combos well with aura readings, so we're seeing a lot of Lethal Pursuer combined with perks like Barbecue and Chili. I've even seen I'm All Ears. Um, so it is interesting to see, but a lot of the old staples are still here uh dead heart is still a good perk it's not s tier the way it used to be but it can at least get you an endurance hit and you can run safely to the next tile and hopefully you're in a better spot after that we're seeing a lot of lithe a lot of sprint burst uh, less iron will i've noticed a lot less iron will um a lot more adrenaline <laughs> i've been seeing a lot more adrenaline but piggybacking on the previous podcast the question was did the meta actually change I, I think it did more or less the interesting thing is though when you're a killer playing against a, a swift a survive with friends which is typically four survivors on comms coordinating attacks coordinating which gens affects coordinating chases etc uh the meta currently seems to be gen slowdown versus fast gen repairs uh generators do take uh, i think it's an extra 10 seconds to fix now uh when you're 
doing it solo. But the thing is, gens are still flying super fast. If a killer takes a bad chase in the opening chase, they're going to lose three gens in that first chase. And it is so daunting when you get into a chase, you down the first person, you put them on a hook, and you're like, wow, there's only two gens left that they have to fix. So it is a really tough balance in terms of what perks do I run as a killer? Do I continue to run, you know, Dead Man Switch? Pain Resonance, Corrupt Intervention, Barbecue and Chili. Uh, Jolt is now a very popular perk for good reason. There's no slowdown. So it's a really, really good perk in the current meta. Um, I've been using it a lot lately with like Deathslinger. Um, so yeah, it, it, it is interesting. Gen slowdown still very strong for killers. And uh, we're starting to see more exhaustion perks out of survivors. So yeah, more or less the meta has changed and it will continue to change. Thank goodness. So the mid chapter update, just as a quick recap, it was more or less a killer sided update. Um, hit recoveries faster for killers. They break generators and doors faster. Uh, they can kick generators faster. When they damage a generator by base kit, I believe it does 2.5% damage to the generator, which is, I think in the past, it was like 1%. It is pretty significant when you're doing things much faster. In practice and in theory, chases will be ending much quicker because the killer is recovering quicker after each successful hit. So with all of those changes in the mid-chapter update, which helps killers, the the next update that's coming um, actually on August 30th, when the uh, Resident Evil Project W chapter releases, um, that one's leaning more towards Survivor. So I think what we're going to see is Dead by Daylight may reach more of a, a, as close to balance as you can get. Now, this is, of course, just saying that in a vacuum. If you're, like I said, if you're in a four-person Swift versus a killer, you're more likely to survive simply just by being on comms, saying, hey, I'm going to run the killer to main building. Can you come take a hit for me? Don't run this don't run to shack i'm fixing the gen in there it's at 80 percent stuff like that is very valuable when you're playing this game but there are some base mechanics that are changing uh in the next update and i just wanted to talk about that briefly so let's let's get into it so the first thing behavior wanted to address was camping and tunneling it is still a really strong strategy and they're introducing base mechanics that should help with that uh, as well as adding a perk which will severely punish killers who are camping tunneling proxy camping now i'm going to define camping tunneling and proxy camping uh because when i post a tiktok talking about tunneling or camping or proxy camping there's at least one or two or five people who are like well what is that and that's understandable there's a lot of new players to dead by daylight all the time so so let's briefly discuss that so camping is pretty basic i know a killer downs a survivor they put them on a hook and then they just stand in front of the hook waiting for somebody to come and unhook them. That's camping. <laughs> it's pretty basic. Um, their goal is to wait until the survivor goes to the struggle phase um, and then wait until they die. Now, when you're in solo queue, meaning you're not queued up with friends, you're not on comms with people, you're just by yourself at the mercy of your teammates, hoping that somebody will come and grab you off a hook. It can be really hard to coordinate 
uh, a safe unhook when a killer is camping. The counterplay to that is just to go split up, fix generators, and then hopefully get a last second save on that person. Now it sucks they're going to be on death hook, but you'll have a lot of pressure on the killer. You'll have at least maybe two, three gens fixed. Uh, maybe only one le- one generator left to fix after you get the safe unhook. Proxy camping is when the killer is kind of lurking around that person on hook. They're not quite standing right in front of them, but let's say it's a ranged killer like Deathslinger or Huntress or Trickster. They're kind of walking in the area of the person on hook. They're checking on generators that are sort of close or right super close and they kick the gens and they just keep patrolling the gens that are merely a few steps away and the person on hook. Maybe they're close to main buildings, so they'll peek around the corner and they'll just keep coming back to the person on hook. They are technically moving. They're not quote-unquote face camping, but they are proxy camping. It's a strong strategy, but it's very, very annoying to play against. It's so boring to play against, especially if they, they're a ranged killer. Like I said, Huntress, um, Deathslinger, Trickster, uh, and Bubba, who is the king of face camping or proxy camping. So that's camping in a, in a nutshell. The other term I use is tunneling. Tunneling is when you basically get tunnel vision as killer. Um, let's say that person gets pulled off hook. The killer comes straight back to hook and they just chase the person who just got off hook, the person who's injured, um, and they try to kill them and remove them from the game as quick as they can. That's tunneling. Now with the last uh, mid-chapter up update off the record received a nice buff i believe it activates for 80 seconds and during that 80 second what happens is after you get off the hook for 80 seconds your grunts of pain are reduced by 100 percent. so it's like old iron will you're just making no noise and you also have endurance during that time meaning if you get hit even though you're injured because you have endurance you won't go into the dying state You'll get a speed boost and you'll keep running, but you'll enter what's called deep wounds. Um, deep wounds you may have seen with, you know, Deathslinger if he hits you with a spear gun and whacks you with his with his spear gun. Or a Legion when Legion hits you with a frenzy hit. Or, you know, if you take a hit after you get hit, after you get pulled off a hook and you still have endurance. So off the record is a really, really strong uh, counter um counterplay perk and the current meta because camping and tunneling is still a very strong strategy i've been using off the record quite a bit and it's kind of sad how often i get um value out of that now with the next update the mid chapter update um dead by behavior is introducing a mechanic where when you get pulled off hook you will have haste and endurance for 10 seconds and your haste effect will be 10 percent. so you'll be running 10 percent faster for that 10 per 10 seconds as survivor this is very good because um this is what's called base kit borrowed time it's a it's you don't have to equip a perk for this to activate this is just the way it works every time you get pulled off hook prior to this mid-chapter update you only had haste and endurance for five seconds now what was happening is killers were just waiting the five seconds and then they'd hit that survivor who just got pulled off hook and we're back to everybody being upset about camping tunneling proxy camping all that fun stuff but if you have 10 seconds of running much faster and having endurance just by base kit you know the survivor pulls you off the hook does not have to have borrowed time that's massive that 10 seconds should be able to get you to the next tile where hopefully you have a window or multiple windows to work with maybe even a pallet and if you've got off the record um you're laughing 
<laughs> so it's a really good change. I, I I do appreciate where they're going with this. The one thing that uh, I think they should change to this, and I, uh, Scott Jund recommended this, uh, they should remove collision for that survivor. So that survivor who gets off hook uh, should not be able to body block the killer. Uh, that's one way of weaponizing the endurance status effect. It's really, really annoying. So for that 10 seconds, um, if the killer needs to, they should be able to just walk straight through that survivor, uh, depending on where they are in a map. Like, let's say they're at uh, RPD you know, a raccoon city police department map and person gets pulled off hook and then they just stand in a doorway and the killer can't get past them unless they hit them. And of course, because they have endurance, they won't go down. Um, that person gets distance. The person who grabbed the person off hook gets distance. It's just a really annoying mechanic. So yeah, I, I think they should remove collision. Who knows if they ever will, but they're they're moving in the, the right direction, I think. Another change they've made, and I'm still not 100% clear on this, but Medal of Man is being reverted. Uh, Medal of Man is when you take uh, two protection hits, and then Medal of Man activates, and the next time you get, you would normally get put into the dying state, um, you won't. Medal of Man will activate and you'll stay in the fight you'll you'll run away you'll still be injured but you'll be fine you get a nice little speed boost as well the problem is in the mid chapter update once you activated metal of man taking those two protection hits you couldn't do anything after that you couldn't go work on a gin you couldn't cleanse a totem couldn't heal a teammate uh because metal of man would deactivate <laughs> that's such a that was such a bad change but now uh those conspicuous acts conspicuous actions uh, will not remove Medal of Man from activating. So Medal of Man is going back to the way it, it should be working. It's mostly just a meme perk anyway. It requires the survivor to not fix generators and not do the objective constantly in the killer's face trying to take protection hits. So it's a good change to to revert it back to the way it was before. Um, it, it's a good thing. So that covers the the camping and tunneling part of the discussion. I just wanted to talk about another thing I'm really excited about. So in the next update, the blood web costs are going down. So everything you buy in blood web, in the blood web, uh, are going down in price. So all of those brown items, yellow items, green, purple. And when I say items, I'm not talking about like just the flashlights or the med kits, toolboxes. I'm talking about everything you buy in the blood web will be cheaper. Now they're reducing the price by 33%. So what that means is, let's take this for example. A common item, which is one of the brown items, it's currently it currently costs three thousand blood points to buy that. Now it's going to cost two thousand blood points. A yellow item or add-on currently costs four thousand blood points, and that's going down to two thousand five hundred blood points. That's very significant. Uh, rare rare items and add-ons the the green ones or map offerings um those currently cost 5000 blood points that's going down to 3250 blood points it's a very very big discount the rare very rare items those are or add-ons those are the purple ones those currently cost 6,000 blood points. Uh, that's going down to 4,000 blood points. And the ultra rare, those are the 
like iridescent add-ons essentially um those are those currently cost seven thousand blood points um those are going down to five thousand blood points so everything is just um cheaper now that'll help out with the grind of dead by daylight because uh what was happening is in the mid chapter update the perks we're gonna live forever and barbecue and chili used to give you bonus blood points for performing certain actions during the trial a lot of us content creators and i'm sure everybody else who plays use those perks we're gonna live forever in barbecue and chili quite a bit because we wanted blood point <laughs> so now the way this works it, it's almost as if you have i think it's level two of one of those perks in terms of how much how much more you get out of your blood point it's a very good change that will help everybody level up faster it, it'll level up their their characters faster get their perks quicker uh, load up on items on your favorite killer or survivor um, all, all the good stuff there's no downside to this and i i think that's really exciting So I'm going to talk really briefly about Wesker and Ada Wong and Rebecca Chambers. Those are the new characters coming to Dead by Daylight on August 30th. And uh, I installed the PTB and I played, that's a player test build. So the, the PTB is basically, like it said, a, a test build that allows us players on Steam to play the new chapter or the new update um, about maybe two to four weeks before the actual update arrived so i had a chance to jump in and run around and play as ada wong and rebecca chambers and i'm really really excited for this next update raccoon city police station is also getting updated um and i got a chance to try it in the ptb and basically what they've done is they've split raccoon city into two and they've removed the stairs in the library so there's now an east and west wing and you'll basically be uh i believe both maps have the main lobby uh but the the maps have far less dead ends in there um they are removing the amount of pallets they found there were too many pallets in the in the the original rework which I did see that it, it was pretty nasty at times. Um, but I actually had a lot of fun running around RPD. RPD is so much better with the map being much smaller and basically more accessible for everybody. Um, I can't remember if it was any darker or if the darkness was still there in certain rooms, but it's, it's a really great step in the right direction because RPD was probably the worst map they ever created. It just wasn't meant to be played in Dead by Daylight. It's way too big. There was, what, three floors? If you inc include the, the library, which was a complete disaster right from the get-go. So that change to the map is really exciting and i think you're going to really enjoy it I, I can't wait to i'm i'm actually going to be really excited to play in rpd because uh in the past if somebody brought an rpd offering i would just quit instantly so i wouldn't have to play it and commenting on wesker uh very very fun killer to play against he's got some really cool powers he's got funny voice lines his mori is pretty cool um the interesting thing is i, I think wesker is going to be a very strong killer right out the get-go and uh that's exciting because sometimes the new killers can be very hit or miss. Like, when's the last time you saw an artist in your game? Um, don't see a lot of artists. You don't see a lot of dredge. Um, see a lot of nemesis. Nemesis is still very, very, very popular. Uh, but for the most part, you know, 
sometimes killers just don't get used at all. I think Wesker is going to get a lot of use. I think killers will have a fun time with Wesker's mechanics. And I think survivors will have fun playing against Wesker as well. Um, It's just a really good and and nice victory for Dead by Daylight. And, uh, you know, overall, just commenting on the changes they've made, like with this update and the mid-chapter update, bringing this game to be as close to quote-unquote balanced as it can be, uh, I think they're making some really wise choices. And the thing with is Dead by Daylight balanced, is it killer-sided, is it survivor-sided, it's an asymmetrical horror game. And by definition, it's not supposed to be balanced. And I'm of the opinion that it should always be killer-sided. If you're a survivor, you should be scared. You should be nervous. You should be very vulnerable. It should be difficult for you to survive. At the same time, you can't make it too easy for killers. So trying to find that gameplay balance where it's fun for everybody... It's really tough to do, and I got to give, you know, firm handshake to behavior because um, this mid-chapter update, or sorry, the the, the last mid-chapter update and this, the new Resident Evil update uh, chapter with Wesker is a really good step in the right direction. Now, earlier, we got to go back to camping, proxying, tunneling, all that stuff. Uh, Rebecca Chambers has a perk called Reassurance. What it does is, uh, if you have Reassurance equipped, it's a survivor perk. You can go pause the hook progression on a, on another survivor. Um, in the PTB, there was a cooldown, so you could essentially, you know, activate reassurance. The wiggle progress completely stopped, meaning, you know, when you're when you're on the hook, you've got to hit all these skill checks, uh, and, and you, you can see your life going down. And once it goes halfway down, that's when you go to struggle phase. Now, in the next when the when this chapter goes live next. Next Tuesday, uh, reassurance, you'll only be able to use it once per hook, which I think is a good thing. Um, it shouldn't be so nasty if if multiple people are using it, if if you're coming back after the 40-second cooldown stops. Um, what they say in the note is this will keep the perks, perks effects potent without being abusable. And I could see how uh, a very clever four-person Swift could jump in a game and run into a face-camping killer. And uh, making that very, very a perk you could abuse. Some people are like, is that like Steve's perk? I think it's called kinship. It's not. What you can do is you run by and you activate it as you're running by the survivor. And that pauses the wiggle timer. So it's really good. I'm excited. I could go over the rest of the notes for the update, but I'm going to spare you. If I'm a professional podcaster, I'll, I'll leave a link to that. But I think that all of you should be very excited for the Resident Evil update. I think it, it'll be a good thing for the game and the player base. Um, of course, we're all going to be really excited to play the new Survivors as well and try to find some some builds that, that work with the new perks. And that's a nice thing. Like the, the new Survivor perks, ha- they're actually, there's Rebecca has a couple that are really good. Ada has one or two, which I think could be interesting. Um, but uh, overall, really excited. Um, I think it'll be a good thing for Dead by Daylight. Good thing for the player base. Okay, well, I think we can wrap, wrap it up there. I just want to remind you, you can find me on Twitch, streaming maybe two, three times a week over at twitch.tv slash the crow show. If you do pop in, 
Even if you're a regular there, tell me you listen to this podcast. Say, hey, I listen to the Resident Evil Project W podcast, and maybe I'll give you uh, a virtual high five. <laughs> I'd really appreciate that. I've had a number of you come in and say, hey, I, I listen to the podcast. And that's amazing. Uh, I'm also on TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Just look up The Crow Show, and I, of course, I'll leave links in the show notes. So I just want to thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you in the fog.